So, so when I was first in Cambodia twenty odd years ago, um, and you know, this was before sort of any any academic work that I'd done um, on the on the topic or on the on the case. Um, you know, and, and so two thousand and three, that was before before the you know the bigger transitional justice processes sort of kicked off. You know, it was before the establishment of the tribunal. Um, but you know, this 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 legacy of the Khmer Rouge and, and the conflict that had only just really ended a few years before that. Um, was still very, still very present, um, and it was still acutely felt, and, and you know um, had its sort of imprints and impressions on on social, cultural, political life all around all around us at that time. Um, and you know, on the one hand, I suppose part of my curiosity started because of this this sort of disconnect, um, as we're as we're sort of describing it, all this discordance, I suppose. On the one hand, between you know the 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 representation, the depiction of Cambodia is this basically sort of, you know, kind of like a backwater space, right? A sort of broken, dysfunctional, sort of amnesiac, politically corrupt space. All these sort of, you know, quite problematic, freighted assumptions about, you know, Cambodians, Khmer people's sort of inability to, to remember this violent history um, or sort of, a, a, you know, assumptions about a sort of culture of denial. Um, and actually, you know, People don't don't think and feel about the past like that, or they didn't think and feel about the past like that, um, even back then. Um, you know, it was it was striking because because you know I'd have friends that would say things you know quite quite um, these these were conversations let's say that just weren't weren't perhaps visible to to the Western eye in the way that um, in the way you would you would sort of expect them to be. You know, so mum saying things to their kids like, if you don't eat up all your rice, then the Pol Pots will come and get you. So, so you know, memory was being reproduced, right? These, these, this violent history was being remembered. Um, and at least it was it was being remembered in ways that were perhaps more complicated or more elusive than, um, than perhaps that sort of prevailing human rights discourse on the one hand and human rights scholarship on the one hand was able to grasp. And I suppose on the other, you know, the way the, way the guidebooks wanted to, you know... Um, depict Cambodia as a sort of tourist destination that was that was a bit wild west right um, so yeah so that was that was my entry point I suppose my name is uh, Peter Manning and I'm a senior lecturer in sociology at the University of Bath I work on questions around memory human rights and transitional justice I'm particularly interested in the intersections of these areas with questions of ecological harm increasingly Transitional Justice and Memory in Cambodia with Dr. Pete Manning from the University of Bath. Next up on the February 6th episode of the Realms of Memory podcast.